Hey there. This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA to get uh, 20% off your purchase of fine shirts and other things like that. It's Driving While Awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. If you have coilovers, no, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Brian. I'm Art. And this is a Thursday post-Radwood edition. How's everyone doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm still tired from uh from That was a long day. Yeah. You guys went and recorded after. There was too many cooks in the kitchen for me. Brian was over it completely. And just yeah. Bounced oh, yeah. Brian just planned a vacation. That you, I can't even tell you how many people told me. They're like, so Brian just stayed for an hour and left? And I'm like, well, no. I mean, he was here for a little while. I was there for like six hours. <laughs> I know. So you got there early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were I, As soon as the were. tacos were late, I was like, fuck this, dude. These guys do not have it together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys went and recorded then. When did you get home? I got home at around 10 o'clock. Wow. So you must have done dinner up there and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone do a drive after? I no. did. Solo drive. Solo drive. Nice. I went uh, 92 skyline down 84 and down the coast. And I got caught with uh, an S2000 and then a C6 Corvette in front of that. And we had a pretty good drive. Nice. Oh, where? <laughs> on the on the good back? On 84. Oh, sweet. It was kind of fun. That's I, fun. I passed the S2000 and then I couldn't pass the Corvette. Nice. Hmm. So, yeah. Wow. What color good. S2000? Was that dirty yellow one that's always up there? Uh, no, it was... Uh, it was silver. Hmm. It was a nice one. Older guy by himself. There's this yellow one that's like never been washed. And just bombs Like the it. back is just soot. Wow. Yeah. There's no. a guy that drives I one do. like that in the city. It's like, but it's thrashed. Like he's like sight swipe shit. Like every time I see it, it's worse, you know? <laughs> like, like I swear last time I saw it, like the passenger side mirror was like dangling, like with duct tape. Like <laughs> it's so sad. That's, uh, a, that's a hard car to argue with. It's just a great, great package, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm just impressed that you passed the guy with those crisp handling tires. Look at you. What do you know? Come on. At least my car doesn't smell like gas. I know, probably passed him on the right. Probably in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have the ability. I have the sidewall yeah, for traction. dirt passing. Dirt traction. Yeah, crisp handling. Um, all right, there's the addition. We'll pass it for some questions. Shall we answer some? Yes. I say yes. Um Let's get right into it, shall we? Let's. Blitz Koenig says, uh, when your children start learning to drive and want their first car, what is one car you will forbid them from owning? It's a good question. I mean, it, it comes down to what you don't want to see. Um, I might say, like, Jeep Wrangler. Oh, uh-huh. that was kind of in the spirit that I was going in. <laughs> it's unsafe. Well, let's set the stage a little bit, too. So we're talking about, like, basically all our kids are, you know, like zero to five years old, roughly, plus Lane. I mean, however, how old's uh, Amelie? She turns eight tomorrow. Eight. Whoa, tomorrow? Oh, dang. Halfway there. Yeah. So when they're driving, they're, you know, 16. So in 15 years, 
they're probably not going to be driving a 20-year-old car. It'll be like a 10-year-old car. So yeah. it's going to be like a brand new car Today. coming out in a few years Right, is right. what they're going to be driving. You're right. Yeah. What brand then would you say, nah, you're not getting that? Everything's going to be pretty safe, probably. Yes. Pretty uh, reliable, uh, comparatively. Um, I think you'd come down to like electronics and complexity, but everything's going to be. Yeah. But here's the thing. What the BMW? Is that my car alarm on the Skylark? That's a BMW alarm. Do you let your kid, what if your kid wants a 30-year-old car, like an old, or a 60s muscle car, or, you know, whatever? Yeah. Do you you let them get that? Yeah. Maybe. With a lot of training as part of it. And also, I mean, I assume 15 years from now, gas will be twice as expensive. It's going to be interesting. It'll be very interesting. I I would, I think the only thing I would be trying to restrict is too much horsepower. Yeah. So I would, like, try to keep it reasonable, like, you know, economy car style. Or maybe, like, a small SUV or something. Would you let them drive a rear-wheel drive car, first car? Yeah, I would. Okay. Lane? My daughter? Yeah. I would guess or it would Amelie? be... yes. Phoebe, very... maybe not. <laughs> Phoebe's just doing... Burnouts. Jim Connor. Yeah. Yeah. I, it'd be really unlikely. Right. Yeah. It's think... probably going to be an all-wheel drive electric car or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Maybe floating car. I Whoa. imagine like some sort of a capsule. Yeah. It's like a self-driving thing. It's just like sort yeah. of like a box that's, that's with minimal design. But uh, in terms of like, well, my daughter's gonna be driving in eight years, so I don't think she's gonna be in a capsule, <laughs> floating car lane. Uh, Amelia, two thousand. My daughter, man. Lane, a two thousand twenty-one uh, Subaru Pod. Exactly. <laughs> just a little circle. Lane, which brand of floating car will Amelie drive? That's the question you should be asking. That is yourself. a great question. Cadillac. Uh, I'm trying to think. So let's say Amelie's gonna drive in eight years, so she'll have a car that's like new to today. Or even a couple years old, let's say. Ten-year-old mm-hmm. car, maybe 11, 12-year-old car. I mean, it's like always that. the shit you can afford and, like, uh, something reliable but not too yeah, nice. Yeah, but I'm trying to think if there's anything in that in that era that's, like, forbidden. Right. I don't think so, really. I think the only thing that would be forbidden is stuff that you wouldn't want to like deal with. Like a GMC with. Acadia. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How about a uh, Range Rover Evoke? I guess it's a Land Rover, right? It would probably be a shitty used car. Horrible used car. Yeah, really bad. But if she loved it and she's like, I really want that, you would forbid. That's the best answer I've heard so far. Yeah, I I don't think I'd allow that. How about the Evoke Or like, what are these, Caymans? Oh, the Evoke Cross Cab? The Cayennes that are like super complex that you're telling me about that you work on all the time? Yeah, that'd be awful. Awful used car for first first time. But see, that you wouldn't... I guess you would forbid that, though, because you wouldn't even... Speaking of unreliable cars, in theory, I could pass on uh, the Jeep Grand Cherokee to Mayari. My God. What a... That keep a car ch- for... That should be child abuse. Keep a car for 15 years? Like... God, can you imagine the state of that thing? McQueen ownership of 15 Three years. generations of Sunny. Yeah, that's all. That's all. <laughs> the third Sunny in there. But is that not what your first car is supposed to be? Yeah, I guess I mean, right. it kind of is, you know? Mm-hmm. Drivers Only Joe says, question for Lane. Have you noticed that everyone that talks to you about the 944 has at some point in their life owned one? When I had both of mine, all I ever got was, what year is that? Oh, nice. I had a blank year as well. I've noticed that with most cars I've owned. Really? Yeah. I think the 944, though, is 
There's just been a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, my uncle used to have one, or I feel like I got more of that with the 928. It was always like, oh, my great uncle had one, or my... my Sounds like six so, degrees of Porsche 944. Yeah. Everybody's six degrees think, away I from ownership. People, 2002s have talked about that a lot, too. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, I knew someone that, like, my best friend had one of those in college or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, a Vanagon is big on that, too. Or like yeah. an old VW bus is what I was originally oh, thinking. Oh, for sure. Beetle, I'm sure you get that all the time if you own yeah. one because everyone has a Beetle story. At but I definitely story. get it with the 944. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, Suzuki Sidekick. Right. That's the one you forbid? Yeah, because I had to throw that in there. We fucking skipped it. <laughs> I know. No. Yeah, but that's man. so old. Um, <laughs> well, you got to speak up. Um, I don't think those things are going to exist. I know. I was a, just thinking, well, exactly. it's like a, you know, as a girl, you know, I, I think she'd like think it's like a cool little classic cute car, but like a, a Geo Tracker or Suzuki Sidekick, like something like that. High center of gravity, like small. Yeah. That's what when you said Jeep. Exactly. All right, whatever. <laughs> Geo Tracker. My sister, that's kind of where I thought of it. My sister's nine years younger, and when she wanted a car, her first, you know, kind of quote unquote dream car was a Jeep Wrangler. She thought they were so cool, and I was so... This is a Barbie car. Exactly, and I was so anti. I just tried to sway her as best I could. And by the time she really I think she's a smart girl. She knows she could teach you a few things, Warren. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Beauty of a Jeep Wrangler. (laughs) The beauty. So what is she driving now, thanks to your hate? She went Civic Coupe. uh, (laughs) Now she drives an Integra sedan manual. Oh, that's cool. Thank you. Was the Civic Coupe a manual, too? Yeah. Well done. And she was the only one of her friends, male or female, that could drive a stick. That's nice. pathetic. Those males should be fucking castrated. Exactly. They basically are. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to worry about those yeah. little guys. No. Those little guys? <laughs> Everything's just fine. We know they're not getting chicks. No, of course not. They have to ask other people to drive them around. Roth and Paul, in an, alter- in an alternate universe where everything else is the same, but DWA, DWA is not driving... What would the D in DWA be replaced with? Camping. Well, awesome. Wait, what? Could, I thought the D, it has to remain a D, right? No, it doesn't have to remain no, a D. No, it doesn't have to be a D. It just has to be wow, awesome, I believe. What's your answer, Art? You sound like you thought about this. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I, but I, I was struggling because I'm like, shit, what would we do? And that's, that involves a D. I thought it, it, the D had to remain. It just can't, couldn't be driving. Digging. Digital while awesome. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does not. Camping while awesome. When Autonomous we talk about our trip. while awesome. Oh, no. Riding while Riding. awesome. Riding. <laughs> there you go. Gazing. Backseat driving while awesome. <laughs> tough X. one. Does that count? Um, throttle by cable. There are some great cars out there that are front-wheel drive. If you could redesign one front driver to rear drive, which car would it be, and what would be your chosen power plant? I have an Lancia Fulvia. That's what I was going to say. Whoa. Oh, good answer, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a rear, rear-wheel drive car, too. Totally. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. I, I think I found out on the podcast that it wasn't rear-wheel drive. It was very confusing. Um, I don't know what powertrain I put in it, though. I guess like a... A K or some kind of S2000 motor or like a K series would be cool. Brian, you were about to say something. Uh, Nissan Sentra SER. <laughs> I like it. Just turn the motor. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Rear wheel drive. That's great. <laughs> that would be such a fun car right now. So I've been looking at those on um, the, the first, second gen SER. 
Oh. First gen's like non-existent. But First gen's cooler, obviously. Yeah, I've never haven't seen the one square yet. one. Yeah, so this is the second one that's slightly, slightly round, round, slightly but round, very yeah. simple. So that's simplistic. not we're oh, we are I'm wrong sorry, about the, our gens here, by the, the way. S, yeah, right. You're saying the second gen SER. Yeah, yeah. but but he's the, really, the that's really gen the third gen because we didn't get right. the first gen. Wait, we so did get just, we did get a first gen. It just wasn't an SER. There were no SER. Not yeah, an yeah, SER. Yeah. Okay. Second gen Sentra. No, you're talking third gen. Yeah, he's talking third gen. Yeah. Yeah. The first gen Sentra is like totally different looking Oh, car. right. Totally yeah, different. It's, yeah. yeah. Super yeah, square. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So SER. And basically you could get a perfect one, reasonable mileage, about 110,000 miles, four grand. Yeah. I've seen so many of those stupid articles on like Facebook. It's like cars you forgot that are cool, you know. And that's like, on there? And those are on there a lot. Uh, and you're like, yeah, that's actually a legit one. Yeah. Other cars, you're like, yeah, no shit. That car exists. Like, we but all see, know about it. see, four grand is kind of a lot. I mean, yeah. that, that is in Because you are competing against, like, like genuinely good stuff. Like, yes. E30s, 944s, yes. um, like, quality metal. I think if you were going for the reliable angle and the fact that Japanese cars are gaining steam. Yep. And yeah. it's pretty rare, and, and those weren't really it loved. Is. And if, especially the ones that are unabused is a rare thing but they're out there so the third gens don't appeal to me at all no or no. fourth gen that's or that's what you're saying yeah. though right is no. what you're seeing is the third gens no no you're talking about the fourth gens gen. wait fourth yeah. gen what's going anyways. on anyways i don't know wait why why do you so you like the third gens um no or? No, no. That's no, what those you just are the said that you were looking up. About. It's, okay. the, it's the really square, but we'll round it off. That's a second yeah, no, that's gen. A second gen. No, it's not, dude. Then, okay, let's say a year. 1991. Yes. Yeah. Second gen. A second gen. No, it's third gen. Second gen. First gen century. Dude, I trust JDM Art <laughs> and myself. <I'm, laughs> all I know is that there was a few... That, let's just say 1991 is the, the awesome year with the slightly rounded corners. Right. And that's... that's so is that the one that, that Warren's talking about? That's the one Warren's talking about. I'm going to tell you right now. And then the early one is the... The, yes. the one before that's the really square one. Totally really square. square. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about a 92. And then the one before that, they never yeah. made a... S E uh, an R they or whatever. No, there, S, there wasn't or, yeah. a Centro before that. The first gen is the, squ- the really square one you're talking about. Yeah, the second gen. No, is it's the, not. Yeah, the second gen is the B thirty. Ali fucking corrected us last time we talked about. It. That's why I'm, I'm being all weird about it. Well, we can say this with authority, right? The first ser that we got is the rad body style that was probably 1992, 91, 92. Yes. Okay. So they made well. that. So whatever. So well. the the question is yeah. whether that's second gen or third yeah, gen. Yeah. But anyways, but and the one Warren was talking was about the one the, after and, that. No, he was talking about that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a right. 92. Yes, 91, 92. And then the one, then the one after that gotcha. was kind okay. of yeah. horrible. The, right. With, yeah. like, I have, with yeah. a sloped rear end. That's completely unappealing. Kind of Ultima looking. So, so we're on yeah. the same page, Warren. You're saying the ones that you're seeing for 4,500 are the 92. good one? Okay. The good In one. perfect condition. Um, looking good. Yeah, that's that's the ones I was talking about. So, anyways, sorry for the listeners. <laughs> Dude, that was <laughs> such a clusterfuck. Um, so that, Glad we clear, cleared it up, though. That's a good answer, though. SER. Uh, another one that popped into mind might be controversial, uh, but a GC8 uh, Suru. Mm. I would like to Ooh. take one of those, which is like a standard three-box body style with a proven chassis, uh, and convert it to just rear-wheel drive. Unfortunately, 
uh, it's something that you can do. You're just removing a drive axle, but it's not straightforward. Like you have to pull shit out, weld yeah. it up, put it back in, and yeah. you have shit hanging, and you have to make yeah. covers for stuff. Like you would think, okay, maybe I'll just pull the drive shafts and I'm good. I'll have it a little extra weight, but it's no problem. But it's not. It's not that easy, unfortunately. So I'd love to have a. Uh, I'd love to have a rear wheel drive. Uh, GC8. I would say, um, how about just like your diesel Jetta, your TDIs that you guys had? That'd be so fun. It was really power. That's a good call. Pretty tight body, yeah. manual, rear drive. That would be a rad car. Yep. Uh, how about a VW Golf, like a Mark II or a Mark One? Yeah, that was kind of where I was headed, but um, for some reason, I, I love those being front drive cars. They're just so It is fun. cool. Um, how about like a Civic Si? Yeah, or a CRX. Yeah. Oh, CRX. I think a CRX all-wheel drive would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know Did they ever make that drive. in Japan or anything? <laughs> What's that? Uh, Did, was there any offered in Japan? Because they had some weird all-wheel drive variants that we never got. Like uh, yeah, Toyota like, Corollas yeah, came Corollas, in all-wheel drive. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, By the way, I... So, I I'm, I'm remote, so I did look up this Sentra thing up. This is why chassis yeah. codes help. Yeah, you're right. There's that weird little tiny boxy one that are practically non-existent in the U.S. now. JDMR don't know shit. That's why I always say B13. B13. I know it's the B13 SDR. What do you mean you always say that? <laughs> well, that's you didn't yeah, say that when we were just out of this five-minute discussion. You, admit, you failed to mention that tonight. Yeah, yeah. you've said it in the past. I've heard you say B13. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, the, the good one is... Third gen B thirteen. Yes, they go B eleven starts in eighty two. B twelve. If they made an SCR, it would be fucking. If they rad. did, yeah, but they didn't. Right. So that's what we're saying is they never made a B twelve SCR. No. Yeah. yeah. So a B thirteen SCR rear wheel drive would be rad. Would be rad. That was a long answer. That like was a, that's like a modern five ten. Exactly. Which well, is it, exactly it what I was looking for that's in high school. a rad little motor. Yeah, dual overhead cam, sixteen valve, high revving. It's basically. I mean. I mean. It's like a. A in, fully independent suspension A86 Corolla, because so, it has the LSD uh, in it, lightweight. It would be yeah. something like that. And how bad is this? Back in uh, you know the late 90s, uh, when those are used, you're looking at Nissan and you're like, damn it, guys, Like you made the 240SX. You have a rear-wheel drive platform. It seems like it would be so easy to just satisfy that niche of the poor man's BMW right there, You know, throw the components together, keep the SR20, done but not not so lucky mike posey 31 says max headroom should be on your next radwood t-shirts i agree with that and he asks a question that we've answered i don't even know what max time. headroom really was was he really in pepsi thing? i just know he was a guy and he was in pepsi commercials but at i one think point. he was a but it was, a was there a movie star wasn't there a max headroom movie yeah could anybody name the actor max Headroom. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, what that he's that. He's like a pretty common. Like he's in a lot of shit, right? But in the movie, he was wearing a mask, wasn't he? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I didn't see or the like movie. Even I feel like I just saw was Pepsi commercials. Digital... Hair was plastic. I don't know. <laughs> All right, maybe um, I just saw I got dressed up as Max Headroom once. He also asks us a question that we've probably been asked the most: is what car or car make will you never own again because of a bad experience? And uh, we've kind of talked about this quite a bit. Yeah. Um, car make. I don't know if I would go straight across the board. There's certain makes that have changed. Like, for example, Volvo has turned into just kind of junky cars that I wouldn't not want really. own. They're not I feel like they've taken a turn back. Yeah, but maybe it, when but, they were under that Ford o- or uh, Ford ownership yeah. and everything, not they definitely lost their pizzazz after the yeah. 850s and stuff. 
Yeah. Like, I would say starting right after the A50s, maybe. And even with the A50s, they started getting a little... And I'm not talking about 2017 models and, yeah, kind of a 10-year-old Volvos just don't do anything for me. But that's that's me. It's my automotive opinion. So, uh, but, you guys have anything? But does that mean that you will never own a Volvo again, or you just you don't like that era? I can't see myself picking a Volvo over the competition. He just was talking about buying an older Volvo, but so I'll, it hasn't yeah. turned him off of the make. No, no. It's yeah. just... Yeah, yeah, and and who knows what the future will hold too. So, yeah, but. they're gonna do a uh, continuation of the two forty wagons. Oh yeah, bring them all back. They have I a bunch totally of bins waiting, like the, like the Range Rovers, like the Jaguar, like Singer, Volvo two forties. That could be amazing. <laughs> Volvo <Pretty> awesome. reimagined. <laughs> what would you do though? Like, so Porsche, it was like a sporting, it was a sports car. You would just Volvo, and that's sports car to the max. Volvo is a safe choice. So would you do a safe to the max? No, I think you would like, just take... Like, you would have all that well, side curtain airbags. And you just go a little sportier. You would take all the fail points and re-engineer them. And those interiors, like, lacked in, in a lot of little tiny areas. Like, yep. the seats are good. I'll tell you this like, much. But, like, the little the, door, those plastic door the map, pieces were always say, broken. The map pockets would be so made of carbon you can, fiber. You can make those out of, like, a better material <laughs> yeah, and cover exactly. them in leather and stuff like yeah, that. Really one cool. thing you wouldn't change is probably, like, the door hinges or something, which right. are, like, the best design ever in the world. Slamming, yeah. Yeah. The uh, hatch wiring would be wrapped in titanium, <laughs> uh, Kevlar something. The yeah. back, the rear-facing back seat would have, like, a wet bar. Oh, Just to, like, Whoa, take it up a notch. not pimp this your is, ride. Where's the aquarium? <laughs> Where does the fish tank go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like it would just be a different reimagining than the sports car scene. Well, Brian's reimagining is like, uh, I don't know what. It's it's a little, what was that? Is it a little West Coast Customs? Yeah, it's not good. Is, was that what that show was? Where pimp they would, your ride. Uh, pimp my ride. Pimp my ride, yeah. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Waterfall. You would reimagine your way. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, I can't think of a car company that. Or a car I've owned where I'm completely turned off. Yeah, I can't either. How about a brand that, that you haven't owned that you would never consider? Oh, Chrysler? Get you in a nice, uh, how about a nice Demon? Dodge? Something, Hellcat. Right? Hellcat? But a nice minivan. Pacifica? Ooh, nice uh, minivan. There you go. Can we turn off completely? Come on over to the dark side lane. Kia? Get down with the Kia. I don't think I can really get, get down with them. And and every time I look at them, it's like, oh, they're they're almost as nice as this. You're like, but they're not really as nice. It's but like I, they're almost there. I wouldn't I wouldn't give anyone any uh, scolding if they bought one. No, especially not. I I did give our friend Jason scolding for bringing up buying a used one because mm. I feel like on the used market they're not that great of a deal compared to what he had ended up buying, which was a Lexus. Yeah. I was kind of, I kind of preach like, especially if you're going for something like, like that, like an SUV, it's like, dude, just buy the most pimped out, you know, he's still buying a reliable car. He's buying the Lexus version. Yeah. It's like, why not? You know, you're only going to spend like 8% more for two times the car, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those old key interiors were really bad too. So, I, um, I was gonna say yeah, Saab, our, but but then I've I've always Saabs had are a thing. Awesome. Yeah, but there's one car, one particular Saab that I've definitely been interested in for a long time, or the Saab 99s. You know those? Yeah. So rad. Those I love them. Are you cool. saying that you're not interested in a Saab 900? Nope. No desire. Oh really? 900 SPG? Nope. Come on, hey, all right. dark gray or black? Oh, a, a so freaking cool. uh, Vigan drove by earlier, a, a blue one. 
much. Nah, yeah. Too new GM owned. Yeah, you that's just, kind of going back to my old like in that generation. Yeah, it's like, and you get in those, the door handles are the same as some Chevy something. Mm-hmm. All the buttons, Opal the dash is digital yeah. pixels that look like a yeah. taxi. Most car companies have like one car that's, yeah, you know, somewhat, you know, that you wouldn't walk away from. It seems like. I kind of feel that way about, actually, no, see, the thing is, like. Jeep, I couldn't see. I, 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 there's a lot of car or car companies that I would own like their older stuff, but have no desire to own their current or newer stuff. Well, of like, course, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like Mitsubishi for example, count. right? Like, yeah. I have no desire to own any Mitsubishi or any any even oh, for the last what? five years, right? Everyone so, else is like just rushing out <laughs> to the dealers right now. What about a Nissan? Same thing, right? Like, what in the Nissan flagship? <laughs> oh, in, Nissan's in so bad right now. Yeah, but I mean, there's tons of Nissans that I would buy or recommend buying. Not maybe not brand new lineup, but tons, eh? in general. Is there? Yeah. If you look at the like overlanding whatever that list of top ten, like a lot of times the Xterra gets mentioned as like a really awesome, capable truck that mm-hmm. is the Pathfinders cheap are good. And gets overlooked. Yeah. And it, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like got the locking differentials. It's yeah. so got a he, body on frame. It's got a lot of good stuff, but people just skip over it. The Scirocco guy, my good. brother bought all that window and stuff from. He had an Xterra, so it was the most unreliable car he's ever owned. Mm. And he was like listing off all the shit. He's an off roader. Uh, he was listing off all the stuff that went wrong with it. He bought a brand new. And uh it's not a good stat for an off road guy. And he has a Jeep Grand Cherokee mm-hmm. now. And then he had a he has a Land Rover uh something, which obviously didn't run at the time because it broke. <laughs> yeah. But uh and he said that was a piece of shit too. But he's just searching at all of the bottom of consumer reports. But he right? said he bought the Xterra brand new, like thinking it would be killer, and he said it was just awful. I've worked on a couple of them, they're really difficult to work on. Right. Bad packaging. Yeah. I wonder if that's consistent though. I mean, because yeah, I've from what I've seen too, like what Brian's describing, they seem to be like pretty capable and like I don't know, I I've known two people that have owned them didn't have any issues. That's the same I mean at least the powertrain itself or the drivetrain rather um it's the same old tried and true k24 de that was in pretty much everything they had um yeah. hard body pickups had the single overhead cam version and then they even put that motor in 240 uh sx's uh, so it was pretty much it was in a lot of nissan products and they're pretty simple basic uh motors that just kind of you know yeah. truck no, there were there were great mo- motors i think the pathfinders and stuff had better uh, access, but uh, when you get into some of the cars and those, the Xterras were tough. Pathfinders felt a little more stout and stuff too, as yep. far as the way they were built, like the hard body stuff. Those are yeah. high. Yeah, I guess the engine cars. is only one component, anyways, right? I mean, you might be talking about all kinds of shit, right? Suspension issues, yeah. And who knows what yeah. electrics and all exactly. that shit. Exactly. Angry Bird GTI says everyone rags on German cars for being difficult to work on, having spent four weeks on a crash course of wrenching on Italian exotics. I've concluded that German cars make far more sense than people give them credit. What is all your takes on this? Mm. Okay, so is that a thing? Let's just start right there. German cars being hard to work on? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Compared to Japanese? I think it might not be a hard thing. Maybe it's an expensive thing? Yeah, I don't know if it's harder. Yeah, I don't think it's... I mean, I think for for the most part, like Mercedes, it depends on the area you're talking about. Yeah. But, you know, Mercedes, I think, has a good uh, reputation for being well-designed. I think a lot of times they get... Germans almost get that bad rap. They're like, oh, they're over-engineered. If anything, and that would be... Every car is kind of like that. Like, I mean... What's wrong with being over-engineered? Well, because they're, they're engineered to, like, they're... 
and then they're put together, and then it's like, oh shit! Now we have to. T- they're not meant to be taken apart, right? Kind of thing. Like they have, they're they're not simple Dude. in their assembly. Yeah. They they put a they do a, it's like a more complex kind of, um, creative way of doing something. Um, where they could have just like bolted it here. They go, no, we're gonna make this cool like spin, you know. Or if there's, you're like a lot of there's times, a lot more like, thought put into it. Seems it seems like you a definitely lot of have to get with specific the, with the, with the era and everything. Like with the high end oh, cars, whether it be an Audi or a Porsche, like I feel like they focus on designing the car, and then everything else fits however it fits, and they have special tooling to work on it. Like um, Audis are kind of renowned for that, um, and th- th- this is sort of an example. Um, I was talking to uh, Glenn, um, you know, Auto Otaku, and he was saying how uh, he had to change the wheel bearing on his 930, and it took him three days because it was such a gigantic pain in the ass to just take it apart, and it took. And it takes him 20 minutes. I mean, this is a significantly older car, but it takes him 20 minutes to replace the wheel bearings on his 240Z. Um, I mean, on the flip side, though, do you remember when Glenn, the same guy, had to change the clutch in his Skyline? And he said it took him, like, six days or something. Oh, yeah, that's a, so that's a super complex car. He said it was car, crazy. Yeah. Like, you had to take out, like, every piece of the car to get to it. But, yeah. And with the 930, changing the wheel bearings, I'll bet... Once he knows how to do it the Porsche way, then it's or has that tool, uh, then I'll bet it's pretty straightforward. And I, I think that's a really good point. Is like I, I feel it with BMWs and everything. Like you have to get that special tool, the tool like, or you take a be... take a fan clutch off of a BMW, and it's like try to do that without a special tool, or you and you're to not be doing familiar it. Familiar with the process, right? You know, yeah. But like you know, if you look at early on, there's no question that like the way that they designed the Beetles and the 911s, like. Uh, it was kind of genius how they put those cars together, and it was absolutely the to be able to work on it easy. Yeah. Way, yeah, like I remember when I got that free night, uh, the free uh, Carmen Ghia a long time ago, and I cut it up because it was too rusty and took it to the junkyard. I was so impressed with the way like everything fit together. Like it just seemed like it was such a well thought out so car. Easy to cut. Just it like... wasn't easy to cut. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had to. You I know. feel like every car you work on, like that I've worked on personally, has had. You, you're always swearing at it, no matter what make or yeah. brand or anything. Like whether it's a Porsche or an Acura or a yeah. Dodge pickup or a Ford pickup, I'm always like, "What the fuck? Why did they put that there? Oh my yeah. god, the freeze plug on this Ford on this 302 isn't like. How do I get to that thing? You yeah, know? Or, yeah. or I gotta say, some of the early, like uh, not early, but just a couple year old Toyotas and Hondas were pretty straightforward, simple. Well, my Acura, to. just to take the, the, like, you know, when I was doing that stuff, it's like you ha- you can't fit a bolt, a wrench into where I was doing it. And, yeah. I mean, it was for the tensioner and stuff. It was it was crazy. I think that's the key, so. right? It's like every car has its, like, some shit could be super basic and really easy. Like, probably the axles are, like, extremely easy to replace. You know, oil changes, the oil filter's right there. You probably, you know, maybe don't even need to lift the car, whatever. But as you said, like, there are some specific tasks that are extremely complex. Like, what is, is it the LS 400s that have, like, the, uh, that have um the alternator? The alternator like, is uh, under yeah, the, the manifold. Yeah, under the intake manifold. Like, but yeah, that's common. everything else yeah. might be super easy. I don't know. I mean, some cars are definitely super straightforward, right? Like a Miata, everything is accessible. Everything is super easy to, to fix. Like, I, there's really nothing about that car that is difficult to get to or, or difficult to work on. Um, but... Those are like exceptional, right? I mean, I'm trying to think of right, right. even something. I think it's like car. the economy cars are typically easy to work on. Yeah, it's four like four cylinder Tacomas. So yeah, you get the small motors in the big engine bays, that helps. and that you know that's all awesome. helps a ton. Yeah, 
I don't know true. front wheel drive versus rear wheel drive. What's better? But uh, you know, f- it just uh, depends on the it, car, it, it, and it depends on what you're doing. But yeah, I mean, I would like, love yeah. to see a car designed specifically for ease of maintenance. Yeah. It would be really cool to have like access panels. And yeah, stuff. exactly. Like oh, the heater core blue. It's Three bolts and a panel comes off. Yeah, that'd instead be awesome. of the whole dashboard needs to be removed. Well, one cool thing is like uh, you can look to race cars for inspiration on that stuff. Like yeah. a lot of times they'll design that in. Yeah. Other times it'll be like uh, you know dressed to the nines, like fit as much complex shit as you can in, and so everything's difficult. But depending on you know you could probably look at Le Mans racers and stuff, and it's like everything's got to be able to be changed out super quick. But the thing with that is like the Audi was a perfect example where they blew. I forget what it was, a transmission or something. They just removed the whole back of the car. <laughs> it wasn't like they f- removed just one broken part. It was like a module. Yeah, it was a whole module. Unplug yeah, that, yeah. plug that one in. Yeah. Good to you go. You take elements from different cars. I mean, I don't know yeah. what change in alternator right. would be on those. true, where there'll be an external oil cooler or a, a filter will be over here, and, you know, it's it's very easy to access. And, and I, I love shit like uh, at the 25 Hours of Thunder Hill, uh, my buddy Tim built this car to basically like an E30 complete body removed uh, and just like tube frame everything and then the, he fit body panels over it and they had a hood and you know you just cut an access panel in the hood so you can pop that open and right. check the oil and it's like that's straight up like that's great. no compromises we need to service this thing yeah. and check the health and that's all that matters and I you f- make it really easy I feel like Icon kind of has that angle a little bit like they kind of huh. re-engineer it to be better you think I, I picture them more like stylistically really? focused, yeah. but yeah, that's true. That's like on the 944s, like doing the rear torsion bar is a bitch because you have to drop the whole rear suspension. I mean, you know, it's just a lot of it's just work, right? But you have because you have to pull the torsion bar out from the side. So what, like race car drivers, will, race cars will do, they'll just cut a hole mm-hmm. in the bottom, like on the 911s where that little access panel yeah, hole is, yeah. and you can tell a short wheelbase compared to a long wheelbase. Uh, they cut a hole right there, so you can just pull it out, yeah, through the body. Yeah. Makes sense. Weren't we talking about something without? Because we had the 944 for lemons, and oh, we were thinking yeah. about a clutch repair. Like you could cut. Uh, a hole in the center tunnel oh, yeah. to be able to yeah, like too. better access stuff. Yeah. Car guy DJ, what are your guys' thoughts on the BMW Z4 Coupe? The Z4M seems like a no-brainer, will likely rise in value, but what about a regular 3.0 SI as a daily? Do any of you have any experience with this car? Love the show. Totally flying out for Radwood next year. Rad, dude. Aren't those even rarer than the M Coupe or something like that? Isn't that could be. Uh, it's a really rare car, even That's around what, here. Uh, I mean, MAR has Michael Allen Ross. Oh, he has no, no, a, he's, a talking, he's, he's talking Z4. No, he has a Z3. Z3, yeah. Z4 yeah, Coupe. And his is super rare because it's like a... The later ones, uh, yeah, the three some, liters. Yeah, yeah. The three liter um, ones are rare. I, think, I don't have any experience with that a Coupe in particular, but like two podcasts ago, I was saying that the Z4 is a decent value. Um, four or five thousand dollars gets you a a good example. Um, I have no idea what a coupe costs. I can't imagine it's that much more expensive. Uh, the, it's a proven motor. Um, I'd say it's at least yeah. double. What, what motors in there? Double? Yeah, easily. yeah, I think so. I think it's closer what for to a non-M 10. coupe. Yeah, hell yeah, they're super rare. Shit. Well, yeah, you could be right. I mean, I guess. I, like find one is the is the answer. I right? think I think you're right, Art. I've definitely done a search before because I was looking at that Z4 versus Z3 comparison, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think it was around ten grand or Damn. more. 
Well, that makes me want to. What motor is in it? Check one out. It's a three liter, straight six. I mean, good motor. Uh, you got Vanos to deal with, and is that regular the, oil leaks and stuff? So that's like the three thirty motor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cooling system, obviously. Cooling system overhaul. Tom um, Zellick just found that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> well, I mean, he should have already known. <laughs> well, he system. bought that one. He drove it over the hill like to work, and he, it was coming home on a flatbed. Uh, first time? I first so. drive? It might have been. Well. He got it like a week ago. Ooh, that's not great. What what went wrong with it again? I remember oh, seeing his so post. Do you remember what? He said the overflow was boiling over. And stuff. Oh, yeah. He said he like had like a cracked overflow tank or something. Hey, that's all uh, It's all just a regular service on those cars. Got to do it all every, what, 50,000? Something like that? Yeah. Those and window regulators. Wow. Every 30,000. Dude, did you see that? <laughs> so you yeah, had to change. replace the door. He replaced the entire door instead. Jeez. Eric Horton Designs says, Radwood was awesome. What are each of your choices for best in show, and what are some must-haves at Radwood 2? We kind of went through the best in shows on the last podcast, but you guys didn't get to give your input, so yeah, um, you, Warren and Brian. So initially, um, I was pretty high on the uh, Slant Nose 911 cab, which was pretty much embodied Radwood. Um the guy brought three of his cars, <laughs> so maybe cheating a little bit. You know, it's kind of like buying 400 raffle tickets <laughs> and maybe not winning the prize. Um, but uh, he left early, and uh, our other consideration is what I eventually went with for Best in Show is the Back to the Future truck. It was just perfect, really. Um, and what made me super stoked on it is when we presented him with our best in show for driving well awesome at Radwood, uh, the owner was really stoked. He was like ecstatic. Oh yeah. He, he couldn't yeah. have been happier to get the award. <laughs> I mean, he just was like kind of blown away and, uh, which made it all that much sweeter. So that would be my choice. Um, but there were just real quick. There's a few kind of like, you know, Standouts. Uh, standouts and, uh, honorable mention, I guess you'd call it. One of which was the first gen, uh, prelude. Yeah. That was unbelievable. It it was perfect. It was. It was probably the nicest prelude. Was it really clean? I didn't really look at it. It was, close. It was probably yeah. the nicest prelude in the world. Wow. <laughs> I might say first gen. Like It had super low miles, right? I don't know how many miles it had. I, someone posted it, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like 30,000 miles nearly flawless. Um, aside from the floor mats, it had aftermarket floor mats. Other than that, I couldn't find a fault. Dude, were those factory wheels? Yeah. Yeah. They're optional. Oh. Wow. It was incredible. Um, so what year was it, like an 82 or something? I think it was an 81. Yeah, 81, 82. And then their Cressida, there was a really nice Cressida yep. there. How about um, the 626 Coupe? 626 Coupe. How about the Acura Legend? The Legend was Legend Legend is so minty. funny. Like, you see that you see that car anywhere, and you're like, whatever. That's an, you see it at the Redwood on the Radwood lawn, and it's like, oh shit! That Every time I nice, see those, dude. Now, I think of what's the rapper that got his like fully restored by dude, Acura, we, which we saw at oh, SEMA. Yeah, 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 the later we saw one. The car. That was the second yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah, his yeah, name? We saw the car at SEMA. <laughs> no, no, no Ludacris, yeah. And the guy with the legend had a cooler of New York seltzers for free. Oh really? Car. Yeah. I wonder where he got those eBay. I guess. <laughs> I and then the other the the dude with the um, SVX with the manual swap. That's crazy. He was too. handing out pabs. 
tabs. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, tab. Uh, manual tab swap soda. SVX. So when I saw that car, I think I was with Drew, and he was driving out, and I was like, oh, man, SVX, that's cool, but too bad they're all automatic. Yeah, and I was like, right next to you. Yeah, and he's like, no, man, that's swapped. I was like, really? The and first one. All that. First one I've ever seen, SVX swap. And then he stalled it, and you're like, we're like, oh, it is a manual. Son of a bitch. (laughs) He almost gave him credit, like, rad. And he was totally, we could go on and on, but he was just uh, great. So, uh, Brian, what about you? Uh, So, my best in show was that, uh, the cab. Yeah. The Porsche slant nose, wide body cab. But, um, like, it's definitely, there were so many rad cars there, and it's a little hard to say, but it was that one, the first gen Dodge Viper. Which was so awesome. That was a Turo rental. So that won the Bring a Trailer. Oh, okay, great. Show yeah. That, uh, that did you guys uh, Camden see... Tub gave them an award to do that with. Did you see the note he put on the front window, you know, where it's like, why is this cool? Uh, I, I forget. He's like, you know, just V10 uh, plus no, uh, no side windows. <laughs> yeah. Those doors do not have windows in them. It, the, he came in that morning with Velcro, like Jeep yeah. Wrangler <laughs> window inserts. Yeah. How rad is that? That's so weird. That is weird. Um, what an awful car. Pretty terrible. Dude, I love that thing. Side exit exhaust. Super cool. Uh, the uh, Lancia Delta Integrale. HF Integrale. That's cool. Uh, uh, oh, art. That's not, it's that's art. not showing up. It's not. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. I was going to mention the Acura Legend if we didn't already, but, yeah. Uh, a lot, so a lot we'll, of cool shit. We'll get into Radwood on the Sunday edition. Did you guys but, look uh, at the interior? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see the interior. Was it, what color on was the Viper? it? Viper? Oh, no, on the uh, Legend. Uh, I, I can't I remember. I, I looked at a lot tan. of different interiors. The Cressida had such rad switch gear on the dash. Yeah. Those are cool. I mean, that's a special car. The, the first time uh, I ever, it? the first time I ever yeah. saw a CD player in a car was in a Cressida of that gener- of that nice. era. Nice. It's like the closest thing you get to a crown, and I mean, yeah, we and here, right? So they, that was their flagship. That was pre Lexus, the best Toyota could make. It was oh, like really? an Avalon kind of totally. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was the nicest car they made. I was just looking at it as like a time capsule. It's a rad. And dashboard, they had like the but... buttons on the seats and stuff, right? It was kind of like yeah, the... tuffeted. Yeah, you know, it, that, oh, was, yeah. that was luxury, right? Yeah. Not buttons like you're pressing to no, no, it's no, button tuffets. interior yeah, exactly. buttons like a couch at home, yeah, like yeah. from the seventies, right, or sixties, yeah, 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 and those are rear drive. Um. Filmer Mikey, building an ABA caddy. What do you guys think I should do for suspension? Go with tried and true, man. Bilstein HD ABA caddy. Do we need to explain that for the folks listening at home? That's a Volkswagen uh, truck with a swap. So I'm sure it's a diesel that he's putting an ABA motor in. What's the ABA motor come from? Uh, Is it like a two liter or something? I think so. I'm not. I'm not really familiar with that whole scene. Um, this I think a, it's a two liter. Yeah, this is a bad isn't it the two habit. liter out of the later GT, a Bar Two GTI? That's what I, I, I thought. Think so yeah, yeah. Um, it's a common engine. Um, but could be uh, a sixteen valve. Could be an eight valve. Yeah, it's a rad. It's a very common conversion because you get the diesel and then you are essentially smog free. So what do you that. do for suspension? New speed springs, Tokiko shocks? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking you just do like full custom um inboard No push rod. Uh, <laughs> yeah, push rod. Um dude, just take to the max, man. I don't know. 
Yeah, I guess it depends. We need to know he what he's doing. So with, not right? do that. Is he going like just, stance? Dude, or? just Bilstein's or Coney's. Yeah, that's it. And some and good H&R springs, springs and some sway bars. And I will say the my GTI the biggest difference in suspension and it had the craziest suspension was uh, hollow sway bars. It made a huge difference. So that's all I can speak to that. So I think that's the answer. Hollow sway bars, hollow sway Coney's. They aren't cheap. Or Bilstein. Uh, that was also hundred years ago. H and R springs, whatever. Brian B. Smith says a few weeks ago i saw a junkyard special on the interstate it was a caravan of wrecked cars towing other wrecked cars that had come straight from an auction or something every driving vehicle was towing not one but two clunkers behind it my question for each of you is what three cars would you buy at a salvage vehicle auction and tow home all at once from the cars i saw i would have gone with the two-door pathfinder the celica a jetta that, that combo, thanks. I think we'd have to be presented a combination. Yeah, we can't pick, pick a junkyard combo. Because you said to pick random cars. I'm like, uh, Ferrari 250 GTO <laughs> and a... Towed by a... 959. And a perfect uh, Ranger Rover Sport. I have bought cars at auction before. Uh, just to list those, I could tow them all together. It was a uh, VW van again that was awesome. A VW Cabrio. Uh, the Rabbit Cabrio, which was shit, and uh, and then a Toyota van, the oh. mid-engine yeah. little ones, yeah, whatever they're called, van. I think it is, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clutch Kick Podcast says, if you had to pick a car just to drag race, what would it be? Can't be anything American, and it also must be street legal. So non-American Dang. street legal car to drag race. Well, the I, all right, I got it. Go for it. Holden, Holden, Ute. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, uh, trucks no make the weight best drag over racers. the rear at all. <laughs> yeah, no. We're with drag sandbags. Race. With sandbags. Uh, well, I, I uh, earlier I mentioned that I would I have no desire to own a Nissan, and um, but I mean at least new ones I was talking about, and in this case it would be a new one. It would be an, the cheater car, an R35 GTR is kind of like the go-to if you want to win. <laughs> R35 GTR. Yep. Okay. Next. Dude, I'll just go 911 Turbo and beat beat or not huh. Turbo S. I don't think so. I don't, I have a pickup. I'm gonna tub the back and put like freaking 15 inch wide wheels on there. I'm going with the Bentley Brooklyns on full on slicks with pizza cutters up front. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. There you go. I don't uh, really need the slicks. Probably not. Uh, Nicholas Unziger. <laughs> Nicholas A. Roach. What design detail do you hate on an otherwise well-sorted interior? Examples for me are the manual seat recline wheel on the VW Golf and the outboard handbrake that doesn't drop down on 944s. The recline wheel on VW Golf is rad. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Why do you not like that? Dude, wait, what's wrong with that? What is it? What is it? He doesn't like that detail. It's the manual adjustment. You know, the way that you recline the oh the seat. It's so functional, and I know. And you, like sensible. every other seat, you pull up a lever, and you have to go back and forth, exactly. back and yeah. forth until you yeah. get it. And that sometimes one, if you it's a little fine adjustment, yeah, the VW, worn, it's it'll like fall perfect. back, and then you have to pick it up with one hand, and you work the lever with the other. No, you just roll the wheel, and you right. have to, it locks into certain positions. It's locked right? the whole time, but but. It, yeah. only goes certain places 
where the, oh, right. the round one is more infinite. Yeah, exactly. right. Kind of like fore and aft. Like, yeah, you have like you, a notch. You know when you have a manual fore and aft yeah. seat, it's hard to get in that perfect position because it's like you have notches. A yeah. manual? Well, yeah, but sometimes that's true. That but is true. If, that it, is true. If, it, if that had a twister, like if you could put it in a position and then twist it perfect Lock where it. you wanted it. Yes. Whoa. Awesome. That's yes. game changing. That's like <laughs> that's like product development, like jumping back to the 80s and then making yeah, fine, right. fine tuning details. That's kind of going back to that car that's perfectly serviceable is you make those details like a very functional seat. Like take a, I don't even know what, something adjustable, like a mic stand or something. Dude, it's, mm. I have to say that it's long been a dream of mine. Lane can attest to this, that <laughs> I do exactly what you're saying. Design a car absolutely around the user experience of working on it. Yes. Making it as easy as possible. And, and living in it. Like, not living in it. Bomb but instructions <laughs> for doing everything. <laughs> and then... Bomb instructions is your dream? That's, That's part of the dream. That's the lamest dream I've ever heard. Hey, don't shit on my dreams, man. <laughs> Tell me your dreams next, and I'll shit all over them. We can trade. Well, but part of it is user you go, manual. You go for each of these little details, and you're like, who did the best? Looking in the past 50 years, yes. who did the best friggin' adjustment for the seat? I'm just oh, going to yeah. build that. Like, exactly. Yeah, you can, screw you guys. Like, I'm building that same thing. And you take every component from like all your cars. I know what Lexus tried to do when they, like, made the first LS. It's How about like, the fucking NSX, too? I mean, they were looking yeah, at all these sports cars. They went and bought all these cars, and they said, okay, how yeah. can we do okay we need to copy that we need to copy that's kind of what Japanese companies are known for doing actually yeah. is copying like good ideas essentially but like, no one's done it for usability better. like you were bringing up yeah exactly um, so what's a thing that you guys hate like pet peeve things about interiors before we do that I have to just keep going on this VW thing how it's awesome Vanagon's adjustments for the armrest so great oh, so yeah. good it's the oh, same yeah. dial and you can just like up and down yeah. and no one else has an armrest that sticks out so far and is so useful by the way double armrest double armrest give me a double armrest they did yeah. that they offered <laughs> that in the early 90s like mid mid 90s suburbans had that option as well but oh really oh, well, i'll tell you what i hate about new cars or like my this my wife's subaru to be specific um specific yes the it has like i don't know probably four screens throughout the car or something like you know like little tiny like an lcd there's all these different ones each one has like a different finish and a different kind of like illumination different kind of that's fonts. the worst like, different colored illumination it's the worst dude it's like i feel like that's one of the things that the germans get really right like my gti all red like or very red. nice and consistent like bmws you kind of yeah. know you're gonna get that orange everywhere and uh the the subaru is totally fucked dude it's like they just fucking <laughs> they picked up like oh they're like oh shoot we need dials let's go to like the store and just buy a brand oh they're out of that kind let's <laughs> buy that store. one oh let's the buy old that dial one. store yeah yeah absolutely agree on that one <laughs> but i don't know that's a, that's you know that's just one of those little tiny things the so one thing that drives me crazy is when car companies use certain materials based on design rather than function and for example, the a modern TT, like a 2015 Audi TT, the gear shift lever is a metallic plastic. It's basically meant to look like chrome or metal. And that shit is blazing hot. Yep. So the minute you go to fucking, and this is for an automatic, you move the fucking gear shift lever, you're grabbing for a fucking hot piece of plastic. There's a reason this was supposed to be wood or metal or a, well, a leather. Well, wood would get hot, too. But, yeah. but not like a shiny piece of metal. I mean, different, right? It's supposed to be leather. That's my, that's my point. So your your touch points are not mm. right. That drives me crazy. 
I could go on and on. I feel yeah. like. the, um, one, the, the VW Jetta, that was an awesome interior. But the one thing that bugged me was uh, my right knee, like resting it on the center console. Yeah. I feel like they never... That's a bad design. No, no one designs yeah. that well. Yeah. Like, there's going to... Like, my knee is going to bang on that thing. Like, please, like, make it comfortable yeah. <laughs> somehow. Like, I know. That is a that is a big one. Yeah. And these new, newer cars are the biggest, like, offenders of that, I think, because these center stacks and center consoles are getting bigger, so big. bigger every yeah. year to accommodate all this stuff. And they're getting more, like, they intrude on your kind of space even more. And that's kind of like why I took out that center console mm. on the 944. Yeah. Was because you're, you know, it was right there. Now it feels all airy and I can put my leg anywhere I want, you know? Yeah, like 914 is the ideal of this, exactly. right? Exactly. Or an early 911. Would, yeah, yeah, nothing else. Is just straight across. Yep. Let those knees run around wherever they want. All right, do you have anything to add? Yeah, the, the worst one for me, uh, I've mentioned it before, is all new Mercedes with the tacked on iPad on the dashboard that yeah, doesn't fit that's at all. Terrible. Mercedes, Audi. And, it's, uh, and the uh, framing of it is so poorly executed. There's all this extra space that has, does nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on bad. the Mercedes, it's the worst, right? Yeah, they have like two inches on either side, and it's not even part of the screen. I guess it's for glare or for safety, maybe. It's like just if a you hit it, total afterthought. It looks like, which is really bizarre. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm. That's a good call. I'm totally with you. Um, Jpod999. Which do you prefer, dogs or cats? By the way, I had an awesome time at Radwood 2017. Brian said he liked my burger joint question last week, so I'm going to keep my randos coming. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Um, God, dogs or cats? Hmm. I was asking this question when I went camping, and it was, uh, (laughs) for whatever reason, I've been charged with the... Asking like weird questions to people and see what yeah. their answers are. Put dog and a cat in a room with water and a yeah, like that. that was, people were asking me about that, but uh, roast their marshmallow. The question first. was: domesticated dogs or cats, or the internet? What? Pick one. <laughs> what do you mean? One of them disappears forever. Lane has the perfect reaction to this, by the way. This is exactly what <laughs> yeah, you're great. banking on. Yeah, it's great. His brain doesn't work this what? way. It's awesome. <laughs> it's like uh, handing him a. A uh, 1912 uh, Buick. Come, up, <laughs> hey, come on, what? Come up with something. <laughs> a curved dash Buick. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah, what are you going to do with that? Dude, I think if we, if we didn't have the internet, it would be kind of awesome. Dude, I would get rid of dogs and cats in a second. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I'd <annihilate> them all. <laughs> no need. Um, it, it would take a while. When it happens, when we lose the internet, it will take a while to get back to basics. We're going to need those dogs and cats, aren't we? <laughs> we heard them. <laughs> They're be well, what, what are us. your answers? We just uh, gave them. Oh, so wait. We didn't answer his question. <laughs> his question, dogs oh. or cats. <laughs> yeah. ah, it's so hard. Dude, I it's a tie for me. <laughs> can't be that's why it's a hard question yeah <laughs> I can't say tie I mean one it, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll take a cat they require less work they do but they give you less personality Dude, back yeah, I don't need that yeah but where are they where are they taking a shit is it in the kitty litter box <laughs> or what definitely. woods somewhere okay kitty so basically box. an animal that you just stick outside yeah, and don't worry about don't it. ever look at it again <laughs> yeah. it does nothing for you that makes sense to, that's exactly what I would expect from Lane yeah um, I just I don't need an animal to do anything for me. <laughs> it's not about needing it to do something for you. What about love? You said, I don't need an animal's love. 
<laughs> I don't know why shit. this is so funny. I think you might. <laughs> yeah, I think Lauren might be right. I have my children and my wife. No, dude. It's yeah. a different type of love. It's a love only you and a cat can have. <laughs> and the fact that you so strongly don't need it just means that you do. I know. Exactly. Add it to uh, the, the pile of jet skis and fireworks. Exactly. <laughs> it's a big pile meow, of burning cats meow. under jet skis. Um, <laughs> Art, what are you? What are you going with? I'm definitely a cat guy, dude. I mean, there's something cool about like a, a little an animal that's independent and you know will hang out with you on occasion, but isn't always in your face. Like dogs, I feel like require so much more attention. They're like babies, you know, like puppies always. Um, and they give a lot back. What's that? They give a lot back. Like they're, they, they're no, more, you do. They're, they're definitely uh, super in loving for sure. Uh, but I, I don't know. I like. I think cats have a lot more personality. They're kind of like a nine, cats don't give a fuck. They're like a nine eleven, you know, and the and a dog is like an NSX, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, give me a break! Uh, right. Um, <laughs> God damn, me. I'm going off. I appreciate you, J Pod nine 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 nine. By the way, who uh, was that guy, Brian? Did, yeah, I don't think J-Pod. Brian met him. But no, we were hanging out for a while, dude. I was talking oh, really? to these two dudes who uh, were doing V8 swaps on E30s. Whoa. There was the blue one there with the E34 M5 wheels. Oh, uh, shit. I did yeah. see it. Yeah, it, it's got the M60 yeah, I'm it. not going to remember any names, but uh, I was chatting with those guys for like a half hour. Um, they, they had all sorts of crazy Poor projects guys. going on. I just love that. I'm, I, not, I, I'm not going to remember any names. I had to keep drawing them back in. I was like, you know, asking them questions like, hey, what about this? Just so I could talk to them, you know. Dude, no. Whisco whips. They were run, running away. That one car, that the blue one, I heard it start up, and I'm like, what the hell? Something is different, right? I thought it was just like a, like a hopped <laughs> yeah. up M50 or something. And he's like, no, it's an no. M60, which is the 540i motor. So yep. <laughs> it sounded sick, dude. That's an interesting swap. Dude. Yeah, those guys are kind of wild. That would be so fun to drive, I think. Totally. He was Super. estimating, of, like, the obvious question, first question is, like, how much weight does it add up front? Super, and he was thinking, aluminum, like, 80, right? 80 to 100 pounds or something. I think that's an aluminum motor, all aluminum motor, aren't they? Probably. Are, are BMW motors not all aluminum, like the six cylinders and stuff? No, the, the, all the, no, the M's and the early ones M, are... My my 325 is an all aluminum. Yeah. It is? Or it's is not. No. Oh, it is an aluminum head, but an iron block. That's why those blocks last forever. Yeah, it wasn't until the, 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 like the later 330s and 325s that, that they got aluminum, um, all aluminum blocks and everything. Huh. Yeah, but he had the bigger... He had five lug conversion with big brakes and all that. And looked like a lot of fun. Um. All right. We gotta hurry up here or something. Uh, Wisco Whips and Watches says, "What's the most under the radar cool movie car or cool car movie? For example, I'll watch Risky Business just to catch the scenes with the Porsche 928." I will too. I will too. Underrated well, car movie. No, but but it's not necessarily or, or like a car. car movie. Ah man, I feel like uh, a million. See, this yeah. there are a million. Yeah, the first one that pops to mind for me is The Outsiders. I think that's the one where they're smashing mailboxes in the. Like nope. 54? Nope. What movie am I thinking <laughs> nope. of, Lance? That's, uh, that is um, Stephen King's... No. Stand By Me? Stand By Me. Stand By Me. It's is it? Yeah. Stand and Deliver. What Where the they're in Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Stand and Deliver. It's like Edward <laughs> James almost in his uh, 54. Yeah. yeah, and they're the... And, yeah. And, 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 yeah, the 50s music is playing. They're bashing on the mailboxes. Yeah. yeah. How about underrated car movie? Karate Kid. Very oh yeah, Whoa. what is that like a forty eight or something? But all the cars, do they do cars cool that they in see that? on that night where they go out cruising yeah. or whatever, they go to like a 
Uh, they go to the mall or something. Like something, or, yeah. yeah. Rain Man is definitely not um, an underrated car movie, right? Oh, Rain Man? Yeah, yeah, because that's not... Is it? It's underrated as a car right, movie, I would totally say. Right. There's, but it yeah. is a movie I'll watch just for the cars. Yeah. Cars are great. And he drives that 400i. In the beginning, then he has that Buick, the whole, yep. the whole rest of it. Um, that's a good one. Uh, there's a movie called Coupe de Ville. Yeah. And they drive a Coupe de Ville across the country to like bring it to their dad. And it's all about them delivering this car. That's you know, mm-hmm. kind of cool. Uh, I was watching Thrashing the other day, and I was like excited about all the cars. <laughs> basically, on the street, you know, it's just they're skating around. There's like 240Z, like all this yeah. cool shit. Like, that happens a lot when I watch cars, uh, movies from the 90s yeah. and 80s. I, I just trip out on the. Oh, I watched car Troop scene. Beverly Hills the other day with my daughter, sure. or the other week or whatever. Sure, it's that. Uh, I forget her name, but um. It's there's so many good cars in that movie. Huh. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind like of stuff. Like Lamborghinis and and right. Bentleys and Rolls Royces and all that stuff. What's yeah. the one with the dude and the girl driving oh like running from people the in getaway? the in what? Is that the getaway or no, in the red beamer. Oh, the chase. The Anthony Kiedis oh, yeah. chases him, yeah. 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 Is that what it's called? The chase? Yeah. I feel like that's not it, but Probably also a good movie. Walter Michael Wood says, "Should I get blue plates Henry and say Rollins. Radwood instead of yeah. Mister Wood?" Anyways, I had an awesome time, and I'm glad to, I got to meet some of you and other cool people. Right on, man. I didn't actually get to meet Walter, so dude, I I like his Mister Wood plate. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Good. How I was telling him I like it. His interior is sick too. It's dude, all quilted. It's so cool. I did yeah, see his it's car. diamond stitched, yeah. quilted. I, I oh, saw wow. it for a brown split second when I parked oh, the car. But you know what, Walter? You need wheels, man. Oh, yeah. You need wheels. Get those he things does. off of there. <laughs> yeah. The wire. Get some pentas. Get some uh, even manhole covers. Something that'll lighten that yeah, whole car look. How about some Dude, custom buns? Yeah. yeah. Custom yeah. buns. He does need something. <clears throat> Bonds the second says, "What are your guys' opinions on unreliable cars? We don't like them. Are some cars genuinely unreliable, or do they just require some more stringent maintenance that most drivers don't follow?" Wondering if an a, a B five S four that has maintenance records would be a headache in the making, or DWA approved daily. Discuss hashtag Yohol. B five A four or S four S four S four. I feel like did they get those turbos where you, if you put the modified turbos are they good? Yep, I think they're terrible cars. I think they're awesome cars, but wow. constant check engine light. You're yeah, just that's the problem. They have a lot of sensor to work issues, on. like coil packs and sensors and shit like that. But yeah, the, the, complicated cars. Here's the good news: is that they always run. Are they more complicated than a three thirty or yeah. three twenty eight? I don't think so. Maybe if you got a three twenty eight X drive, and because they, they don't, don't have problems with the all wheel drive no. system. But eventually they will. No, no. no, Audis are pretty pretty robust all wheel drive systems. Yeah, I guess I see the bad ones. The but, the, yeah. Yeah, the only issues that those cars have are with the turbos and uh, with with the sensors. So um, all the fucking sensors fail. So just turbos and sensors. That's no the thing. Deal. But, well, I mean, you're Mister BMW, <laughs> yeah. and Thousands I mean, you could say cooling system, and you yeah. could say all these other. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. But dude. turbos are fucking expensive, and if that's like a, I mean, a critical failure point, that's not a car you would want to. Unless you yeah, have but deep pockets. he's saying that's what I asked is because yeah. they retrofit to a newer turbo. I mean, there's one thing that's like 
I mean, just Reliab- like 335i has the turbos go out, right? So yeah, like I wouldn't recommend that either. Reliability means it's like expected maintenance. It's something you can, you know, you know what's coming. Yep. Unreliability to me is like Land Rover shit, where it's like ending up on a tow truck every month. Yeah, something. like the random wiring stuff. It's right. not like oh, I put off this preventative cooling system maintenance, so I'm expecting something to happen. It's yeah, like oh, this weird ass electrical every shit. Eighty thousand miles or or hundred thousand or whatever. That's just normal maintenance. Yeah. It's not reliability. Right. Yeah. I think that's his question, too, is he's saying that, is it just that it requires more stringent maintenance? or I mean, that's absolutely a factor. Like Most of the, the time, right? The, because it, it's yeah, a lot I mean, of times, like, for example, even those new minis that you talk about, like, the the main problem is that they, they have, like, heavy oil consumption. So as long as you keep them oiled up, technically they're okay. It's just that yeah, people true. let them, that let them start, true. right? Um, yep. Yeah, with the B5, though, I just wanted to say, I mean, I've owned one, and the the... the the problem isn't that the turbos just die on their own is that they're they're fragile meaning that you don't want to do like crazy over boost or crazy shit like people chip them and like basically boost the uh, the psi by like you know let's say i can't remember i think they're designed to boost like super low like eight psi and people like double that and you know blow them so within, they like over spool them right? yeah, and blow them within like say 20 30 000 miles but they're not designed for that so um that's why you know people will end up putting the the the, the uh, ko4s from the rs4 and those you know can take a beating but um outside of that it's like you know it, they're pretty rock solid um and even what i was going to say is like the whole sensor thing, like they always run. You just always have a check engine light. <laughs> so that, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's okay. kind of a bold claim, though. The sensors go out, but it always runs. Well, I mean, it's like like stupid shit. It's like knock sensors or like crank position sensor or um, the coil packs fail, like stuff like that. And and that's I mean, those are all just uh, kind of like the like the BMWs, right? Like every thirty thousand miles, yeah, BMW, yeah, you BMWs stay on top aren't any better, especially those like first three thirty fives and stuff. They have the same problems. Um, Derek Yarborough eight fifty seven says, kind of an art question, but open to everyone. Say I'm building an Integra to road trip from Texas to the Coastal Range Rally and or Radwood. What wheels would go with the period vibe? Also, what period modifications could be awesome? Yeah. Uh, so remember those uh, titanium tank wheels that you guys made fun of? <laughs> yeah. Those. Yeah, that all the ta- all those titanium tanks yeah, that were just so thrown away. Get uh, either Spoon SW388s or Desmond uh, Riga Masters in 15 by 7 uh, either white or black ones. To take your pick, uh, depending on the car color. Uh, that's where that's what I would recommend. What about period modifications that could be awesome? Which Integra? What year Integra is this? It doesn't say. I'm, ge- I'm guessing it's a DC, like the, the ITR one. Is that round? Oh, yeah, round two. Uh, the double round headlights? Yeah. Um, I would say, dude, just just for the sake of it, because for the fun of in the spirit of the rally, do some fucking underglow. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Wow. I think that would be we hilarious. Don't night stages. Maybe we need a night stage. Might need that. Whoa! Blue night night used to put rally lights on the front. We, like it'd we be pulled nice in for... late uh, at night on day uh, adventure. Two we year. did, yeah, and it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather have a early. We had a siesta time and then went on a night drive. Nah. Yeah, yeah. definitely no gigantic fart Blowing can. That's mind. not a. Separate. I don't know. What do you say, fart can? No fart cans. No, no big yeah. fart can. Dude, I like a I like a mesh Anki wheel. Like kind of like the cheapo BBS style. On that year though, I I like it more. I, on the I early think I could dig it, maybe, but not on the round yeah. headlight ones. I'm with you, the I'm more square you. Integra. It's still period correct though, right? Mm, they're uh, more eighties. No. 
Yeah, the NK92 is what we're talking about with the really flat mesh. Yeah. I have two of those wheels, the Ankies, um, that I just want to give to someone. Whoever needs some Anki mesh wheels, give me a call. Make a nice table? Uh, f- yeah, Flav247 says, do you prefer a 401k or to invest in cars? <laughs> prefer is one question. Yeah, I have I have both, but I would much rather prefer just cars. Yep. That'd be I so think cool. we'd all prefer cars. How rad would that be if we just had a warehouse that we honestly was just our That's investments? That's our investments? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. go by there That's and so look awesome. at them and... And drive them. And get, a little, little them. stressful. I can already hear yeah. Misha yelling, I want into, good f- like yelling into his radio right now. Misha's everywhere. like, no, you idiots. Cars will be obsolete and pointless. <laughs> yeah. Ten years Nobody down the needs them. Yeah. They're completely yeah, illogical. Uh, anything that rolls, thoughts on Mega Squirt? Cheap V12 Jags had me thinking about this for a while. Mega Squirt seems cool. I, mean, I we need someone who's I don't know shit about it. Knows it. I hate the name. Yeah, <laughs> I, hate I hate the name too. But it seems to work. I mean, well, like you know, guys run it. On, People talk about it like it's so easy, like an art art fucking easy, engine yeah, swap. They're like, oh, yeah, just put a Mega Squirt on it. Like, what yeah. does that even mean? The only reason they say that is because you can basically do it to anything. Yeah, it has right. nothing to do with like how easy or difficult it is. I don't know anything about it, and the fact that. You would talk about doing it with a Jaguar. <laughs> Sounds insane. <laughs> but I don't that's know. That's like anything. jumping straight to expert level. Right. Yeah. Isn't it? I can always see how the hell the do you splice boss. that into the main harness and all that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I, I that mean, right there just gave me cringes. If he's open to it, I mean, it sounds like maybe maybe he's... Oh, anything that rolls, he's knowledgeable. I mean, they, he fucking drives a, an old Ferrari. <laughs> um, so... Oh, yeah? I, yeah, dude. No, Isn't no. That's him. That's Hugo, right? He drives. The, he drives the Saab 900 SPG. Anything that rolls, I thought was the guy that drives the Dino. The Saab 300, 900 SPG. So listen to this: 1990 Jaguar XJS V12, thirty-two hundred dollars, has sixty-five thousand miles just past smog. It's an automatic, of course. But this is a white V12 Jaguar Coupe, 1990. It looks like an 80. In uh, Sacramento area, thirty two hundred bucks. Uh, yep, that would be Mega Squirt, I guess. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, are, is the are what fuel injection were they like Bosch or something? Uh, Lucas. Oh, it is Lucas fuel I don't injection. Know, I, I is don't there know, such a thing? I thought Lucas is just the wire. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm totally making that up. I don't know. I think that's. I, I, is, I love it. I think it's that's scary. A good idea. Is what Do it, it is. I wonder if you did it once, if you put Mega Squirt on a car, if it would change your entire perspective. Like you figured it out, you dialed it, right. and you're like it I'm, I'm looking at out every old fuel-injected car, and I can do whatever I want with it. So it is. It's, it, it's like a math and everything, right? Why so are you it's looking a at modern? Oh, I thought you were asking me. I'm like, I don't know. Well, I kind of am. But, <laughs> yeah. So it's like a modern fuel injection system on an older car. It's the standalone. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't. You can have like you can program it with a computer and everything. It's kind of awesome. I mean, Pretty it makes awesome. it so your tuning capabilities are so much better. Like, just, yeah. you get like, so much more out of a motor. What Tom's underscore Alec was telling me is that you basically just, like, set it up and you plug your computer in and you drive around and it tell it tunes to no. how you're driving. Can't be that easy. It's well, not no, I'm not. I'm saying that's one step in the process. Oh, is after, you after you're done, going, like yeah. that's one option for tuning. Is so if you want to just bomb the canyons, uh, you do that, and it'll like map to based on like air fuel mixture and all that. I would imagine uh, to make it ideal for that setup. I could be talking on my ass, by the way. So good, take that with a grain of salt. Good job, Brian. I don't know. I, mean, I just love the idea of like being able to like as as Lane is saying, like being able to tune it. 
um, you know, far beyond the ability of the standard system and, and have all that flexibility. And on a V8, that sounds fucking rad. <laughs> if he's willing to commit to it, but, why not? By the way, on this uh, user-centered design-focused car, it's mega squirt, and the directions are awesome. <laughs> Can we change the? Yeah, I think I think we need to change the name of that. It's the worst name oh, ever. Mega squirt. Yeah. yeah. God, call it, like it tiny tiny spray. Tiny <laughs> spray. It needs to be sophisticated. Mega squirt just sounds like like shit. Like like a bad soda. It's, it's true. It's like squirt, but the mega squirt. That's version. like what they drink in Idiocracy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like super injection or something. Does, does Mega Man? Uh, question for you, Warren. Does Mega Man? Yeah, yes. Does Mega Man Mega Squirt? Just putting it out there. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are Let's putting it out there. Let's wrap this thing up. All right, one more question. J. Oh, no, it's uh, J. Todd Paul. I love listening to the banter of you all in Art's House on the Clutch Kick podcast, hearing the love between Cam and Art. Plus, it's great trying to match faces in the pictures to the voices I've been listening to all this time across all of my recordings. My question mainly focuses on your better halves. Do they enjoy this, quote-unquote, car hobby slash career of yours or just tolerate it? Do they all come together and gab while the men are gawking over old cars? Keep up the fucking awesome work. You all rock. Thank Thanks, you, J. Todd Paul. Um, yeah, they tolerate it. Tolerate. They certainly tolerate yep. it. Art probably needs to answer this best because he's the. He, I think he commits the most time to it because you're driving down here and <clears throat> being that you're not in Santa Cruz. But uh, although Lane does a lot of work too, after hours like assembly. Sure, Lane is gone every freaking weekend at some fucking car event, so you have yeah. some secret you need to let us in on. Um. Yeah, it's like, oh, easy. Yeah, that's going on. Oh, Berkeley Cars and Coffee. Wait, Laguna Seca. Um, <laughs> oh, there's some guy like Road looking trip. at a car over here. I'm gonna go check it out. I'll be back in five hours. <laughs> I uh, held back and did not go to the parts heaven swap meet on Sunday. <laughs> Look at you, what a guy. <laughs> what a what guy. A guy. Uh, um. Yeah. Definitely tolerate. Well, we talked about this in the past. Yeah, tolerate it. Yeah, go for it, Art. And I, and on my end, you know, I've I've committed. Um, basically, I'm on I'm on baby duty all night, every night. So if Amelia wakes up overnight at any point, it's my job to handle that. And that's kind of the agreement we have. It's a, it's it's a sort of a handshake deal, you know, nothing nothing serious. <laughs> but <laughs> nothing that, in writing. But is that, <laughs> is that because of DWA? It's like, well, you then have to deal with the baby anytime she wakes up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's sort of like understood, right? It's one of those kind of like... So it's possible you didn't have a conversation where it was like you're doing, you're making this commitment so you have to do this. No, it's more uh, like, like I have you, to kiss ass because you would be doing I'm, this regardless. Yeah, well, no, I just have to kiss ass because I'm so involved in the car hobby and tinkering in my garage whenever I get a chance and like so I, yeah. I do try to you know compensate for that by like helping out um, you know when, whenever I can. So that's kind of the deal. But the short answer yeah. is yes. They, she tolerates the shit out of it and doesn't like it very much sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true all the way around. Yeah. Definitely tolerate. Our uh, Sometimes not tolerate. <laughs> yeah. Our podcast at, at um, Art's house turned out way better than I thought it would when we were recording it. Wait, you mean... Okay. You, I listened to about the first half hour, and I didn't have time to finish it, but... Yeah, I mean... It was pretty good. It sounded better than when if you were there. I was like, well, that's why I didn't, this thing is horrible. That's why I didn't go, because I'm looking around, and it's going to be like eight people. Really? That's why you didn't go? Yeah, it was... Well, it was that, or 
go home. No, you wanted to just go home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You didn't go because you didn't want to drive out to the city after right. being at. Radwood. But I would have gone if it was just two podcasts or just us. I would have. I would have gone. No, but you I, wouldn't. Have. Yeah, I would have. But I felt like it was going to be exactly what it turned out to be. But DWA is greatly represented, so it's fine. You mean uh, you mean the D- you mean us on the yeah. Clutch Kick podcast, as Jade Todd Paul said. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, he did say that, huh? Yeah, was like, I I listened to the Clutch Kick version, dude. Everyone did because it came Clutch out first. Kick was um like number fifteen on the charts today because of it. Yeah, you're welcome. Did we did we even post <laughs> that one? Yeah. I did today. Oh yeah. So did, I did you edit for all of them? For all, but then you posted it last. I posted it second. Okay. I don't think Brad and them posted it yet. Oh, okay. And I edited his as well, the one they did, number <laughs> yeah. 200. Oh, no way. Yeah. That was a cool show. I'm in the middle of listening to that one. But it was. But I agree, Elaine. It came out like so that. much better than I expected because like, there was a lot of off-mic off commentary and talk, and you managed to pull it Dude. off. It's all because of this little uh, mixing board that we have, right? No. Yeah. Like, that kills it. No, I didn't use that. Oh, really? Use this. Wow. And, uh, a lot of it, it's all because of audition. Oh. You know, being able to like boost low levels. Oh, so stuff. you were actually doing some editing, even it out. Yeah, inside yep. um, uh, baseball. Well, I think that's a podcast. Oh man, I really for wanted cheesy. to answer Hushy Pushies. Oh, go for it. What did Hushy Pushy say? <laughs> oh, by the way, Hushy Pushy on that group podcast, he's just basically <laughs> kissing Art's ass the whole time. <laughs> what? I really thought Art's outfit was just really cool. And that's well, the only thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. What are you oh. saying, Lane? <laughs> I thought he made some good comments too. I, I appreciated Hushi Pushi's comments on that. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Brian. Oh, what's this hate on Lane thing? <laughs> I didn't even hear it. <laughs> um, Art, go for it. Read yeah. it. Uh, Hushi Pushi asks, "What non-analog car has the most sense of occasion?" Hashtag S O O. Hashtag S O C. Hashtag S of O. I like kind of S- like SFO. SFO is cool. I like SFO. Sofo. Yeah, SFO. Hashtag cool. SOFO. SOFO, yeah. bro. Yo-ho, SOFO. SOFO. <laughs> I just passed along that Peter Egan article, actually, to my buddy at work, Aaron, who's was trying to talk his wife into a Bentley, an old Bentley. Dude, Turbo it's R. The, it's the that Turbo, Turbo R, R. That, it's the red one that I That thing is so sweet. Around. Oh, Dude, and somebody after Radwood. And that gold one on Bring a Trailer just went for like 8700 no, so yeah, After they're Radwood, somebody posted yeah. that car, the red one, driving Same, and tagged Radwood. Be, on it. Yeah, and yeah, when they were Aaron driving had, home. Aaron had looked it up, and it, it sold. So somebody yeah. had just... Dude, that, that thing was that money. You could duplicate that deal any day. I know. They're all Which is awesome, though. Like, I just was picked... When I saw... When I was looking at that ad... I was just picturing myself picking up the kids from like school and preschool. So, so that a that's a good uh, car movie. Underrated car movie is Rushmore because Bill Murray oh, drives a Bentley yeah. Turbo. Oh, right. I'd only go to McDonald's like and Burger King drive-throughs. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't even Why? go to them. I just throw yeah. food out afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's it. That little garbage like, can. That garbage can at the end of the yeah, drive-through exactly. has a little snorkel. You just th- <laughs> throw it right in. Wouldn't you just want to pull up to like, like. Your kid's school, like kindergarten, yeah. and pick up your kid in that thing. Yeah, yeah. just be all classy looking. It's great. Um, or full dirtbag looking, which would be just Amelie. Come along now. Come along now, Amelie. <laughs> don't talk to the. Don't talk to her. Get over. <laughs> you got to make sure um, you pack a little gray poupon and on their lunch every day. Exactly. But Tom's been all over those. I, I always send him those ads saying, "Here, this is the one. Like, you should get it, dude. If you got a spare, like nine k." Yeah. Why not? But you need an extra spare 9K to keep it going. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. what I hear. I think it's the still, engines are solid. That, just everything else. That or a Camry. Oh, I'd way rather have that. 
rest my case. All right, so back to the back to the hushy pushy question. Uh, the most. So what is it again? Non analog car has the most sense of occasion. Maybe a S two thousand. That's analog. Dude, that's Tell. analog. It's pretty digital. It's pretty analog. super analog. Digital dash. <laughs> Yeah, Barely, dude. The it, there's dash. nothing on the dash. The driving experience is so analog. Super yeah. analog. It's well, they, it's like one of the most analog cars the out there. Early ones, especially. Okay, you're taking it too like literally, I think. Suspension. Yeah. So, what do you consider digital then? Well, it's not. It's not digital. digital isn't the analog, analog, analog in this case? So, it's like a car that's uh, maybe an automatic transmission. Um, a overboosted steering, overboosted steering, yeah, stuff like that. So you'd probably go with more of like a Cadillac or like an S class or something. Yeah, I mean, sense of occasion is absolutely about cruising and all that. How about yeah. exactly new S class coupe? It, yeah, that's S class coupe is nice though. That's going to outperform so many no, cars that we what we're saying has sense of occasion. That's a lot of sense yeah. of occasion. Oh, yeah. have, we're saying that's which, super yeah. non analog analog car. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like the least analog car you could have. Hey, and it has it has sensification because yeah, does that have more sensification than a Tesla? Oh, absolutely, yeah. dude. I well, think, I think so. I think yeah, Tesla lacks all sensification. Right, it's sense of some sort of occasion, but not the one we're talking yeah. about. I think the sensification is gone. It had sensification when it was brand when new it was technology. Brand new. Yeah, when yeah. it first came out. Yeah. At least around here. Now it's more think, of an I appliance. Think now you see when you're like fucking Tesla drivers. <laughs> well, yeah, we do. <laughs> fucking yeah. Tesla drivers. <laughs> That's what uh, I say. Cause I don't fucking hog say the left lane. And- so, right, so, so, Art, Art wanted to so, I mean, this. this, I don't know, uh, this might be cheating because it's a supercar. Does that count? But, um, sure. Like the one yeah. that immediately came to mind when I read that question was the Pagani Huayra. Um, it's just like, so fucking over the top, like extreme in every way. Like just the interior Isn't layout. That an analog car, though. Not at all, no. dude. It's it's got a not even. It, just because it that's the one with the automatic. It's got the single, yeah, the, the single clutch transmission. It's got. But isn't it super direct steering? And it's all about like, uh, it's it's all about the driver, dude. Like, I mean, I I don't know. I know, but we have but to. That's what I, that's where it gets tricky too, because but, but it's it not analog. Like, it's like, not an analog it has, car. Like, are you only? I think an you analog can, car is back to basics. Like that's what we define dude, as. A, I mean, we dude, it's not a hybrid, right? No, no. It's, it's is it is it even crazy turbo? Crazy, is it yeah, crazy turbo. suspension? Twin turbo. Okay, can you have an analog car that's an automatic? I think you can. I don't know. No, what? no, nope. We talked about. So you're that. saying an E30 automatic is not an analog car. It's less analog than it a is non. a sliding scale yes. for sure. It, it yeah. is analog, I'm not gonna say it's, but it's not. not in, it does. But it's, it's not it's engaging. So. It doesn't have as much sensification. Um, yeah. But a Pagani Huayra like has crazy ass traction control. Like it has adjustable suspension. It has active aero. Like all that shit isn't analog at all. Um, yeah, exactly. But I mean, it ha- it's just. But the way that the doors open, the carbon fiber everywhere, the materials. Oh, the interior, the way it looks, just is like just out of control. Rolling up in, anywhere in that thing is such a fucking scene. Like it's a crazy sense of occasion. Uh, but I mean, that's extreme though. So I feel like that's kind of a an easy answer. Um, but I was curious to hear what you guys thought. The S Class Coupe is a really, really good answer, I think, because th- those are they're beautiful. Just the materials again, and classy as fuck. Um, power. You know, as m- all the power you can have, <laughs> all the powers. How about like a Jaguar F type? That was crossing with my like mind. A pop, you know, because the the exhaust and everything, it yeah. just has the, you know, it's always crack, snap, pop, all that. You know, it's just it has that visceral kind of. Yeah, I agree. Pull with that. up it has the somewhere, and it's pretty. Like it's artificial, kind of. But like, it's super, 
you know, it's kind of it's just a big. I mean, in the same vein, it'd be, dude, would these be are like hard. Aston Martin. Yeah, there's nothing analog about them, but great sense of occasion. Oh yeah, yeah, right, definitely. True. They're going to be overboosted steering, and everyone's looking at you. Automatic. A lot of that sense, that kind of sense of occasion, has to do with like being a presence too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just like pulling up somewhere and having people ooh and on, ah you feel cool just driving that car. Sense of occasion, right? Yeah. Hmm. It's a good question. I wonder if he's is he. Do you think he's angling more towards uh, vintage cars? Uh, you mean like I would guess he's angling more towards new, new. Yeah, because most vintage cars are, are analog. analog. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I mean, if you're looking at the da- like part of it is a dash layout. It's like, are you have switches or do you have like virtual buttons? Yeah, and but I mean, you could take a car like a vintage Citron, which is automatic. Or like a Mercedes 6.9? Yeah, hydraulic suspension, not very connected to the road, but a sense of occasion through the roof, right? Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Or how about an old Caddy convertible? Exactly. Same thing, right? I mean, that's skyrocketing on the sense of occasion. And zero analog to it at all. Like, it's yeah. the most disconnected experience, which is what they went for. Yeah. They went for a quiet, isolate you from the road. Quiet, smooth steering that you can do with your pinky. Yep. Um, brakes that were overboosted. Seats mm-hmm. that look like your couch. Yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. I guess we in this case, it's clarifying the difference between um, all these assists and all this like extra mechanical shit. Even though it's still mechanical and technically analog, it's not digital. It's still not as connected as a st- like what we would call a you know a car that that is pure, like an analog sports car, right? Or analog. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of a weird gray area now for me because I, I was thinking of more like all of these electronics involved. Uh, but the Citroen has that. It, it's it's still analog. It's all mechanical. It's pumps and shit. But it it's not. Yeah. A, it's not directly connected. It's not a basic suspension. Right? It's not simple. It's like they they were priding themselves on like Cadillac isolating you from the road. So you, yeah. you go over It's the bumps. more things that are between you and what happens with the car. That's a good so yeah. the more like filters between that. So like yeah. the more technology almost. Yeah. It, and then it was technology. That right. was the highest technology right. there was. Yeah. So if I'm holding the steering wheel and like if I'm in a car like say Art, your Acura NSX with, you know, no power steering and everything, and I turn the wheel and I can feel the road and it turn and it, the car turns. And it resists you Then I'm driving bit. like a... 59 caddy and i turn the wheel that same amount and it's still going straight because it's so filtered out yeah you know the rack is so slow just to be smoother yeah i remember what like you know a year or almost two years ago maybe possibly uh we we had this discussion and i remember we we used like a go-kart as like the absolute extreme in terms of analog right and then you build up from there given that it's it's the most connected it's the simplest and then you build up from there to the opposite, which would be, yeah, like the Tesla maybe or a Toyota Prius. Or a Prius even, yeah. I drove a Prius today and uh, <laughs> I was taking a long sweeping turn on a back road and I could saw the wheel back and forth over two inches without making any input to the steering. That is horrible. It's awesome. No. On a, They're so modern cool. <laughs> They're so wow. neat. People drive those over the hill. 46 like miles per gallon? <laughs> Okay. Saving the world. <laughs> I hope right. I hope Warren never does that again. Later. Alright, don't have that again. See ya.
I don't need an animal to do anything for me. <laughs> it's not about needing it to do something for you. What about <laughs> love? Said, I don't need an animal's love. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny. I think you might. <laughs> yeah, I think you might. Or might be right. I have my children and my wife. No, dude. Yeah. It's a different type of love. It's the love only you and a cat can have. <laughs> The fact that you so strongly don't need it just means that you do. I know. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. There's a big pile of burning cats under jet skis. Um... (laughs)